0: Basically, like after the show, I I stayed in my comfort zone and it wasn't even brought to my attention that I was in my comfort zone because it didn't feel like I was in my comfort zone. But like, I just stayed really consistent with like my coaching, which I love, you know, it is great, but it's what I've known. So it's like my role as a public figure, like I didn't allow myself to embody this public figure title, this new label that the world saw me as I was just like, yep, no, I'm a coach and I can help
1: you with this. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at podcast and co they have just released a self-paced course called launch your fucking podcast this program will literally take you through step by step of launching your podcast from start to finish you will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast how to come up with the perfect name get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show also you will learn how to record how to produce how to edit and also hosting music creating the perfect cover, and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at so all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. As always, I am so grateful that you are here today. And my guest today is the amazing Kelly Chase. She is most known for being on the reality TV show, Love is Blind, season one. And Kelly and I met through a mutual friend and we both live in Atlanta together. And when we met, we immediately hit it off and I've just been watching and witnessing her evolution and her growth over the past couple of years. And I knew that I wanted to have her on the show to share a little bit more about the process of embodiment. In this episode, we talk a lot about the challenges of being a public figure, running a business, the challenges between you know, wanting to do the thing that your soul really loves, but being afraid of what your friends and what your family will think, moving away from identities that you have been known for in the past and stepping into new identities. So if you're someone who's ever struggled with Wanting to do something radically different or feeling like you can't show up fully as yourself because you're afraid that people won't understand you or they're going to reject you or they're going to judge you. Kelly shares so much knowledge and wisdom in this episode about how you can navigate that. We talk about personal development. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about confidence. We talk about dating We go to all of the places, so you will absolutely love this episode. Kelly Chase is an entrepreneur, a TV personality, podcast host, speaker, and social influencer, best known for her role as a castmate on Netflix breakaway reality show, Love is Blind, season one. Kelly is also the founder of the coaching program, Goddess Magic which combines mindset coaching and law of attraction, self-love practices that can help women become the healed versions of themselves who effortlessly attract what they want. The program collectively improves your confidence, self-love, self-worth, and empowering you to step into your greatness and unleashing your goddess magic. As a survivor of sexual assault, Kelly knows how it feels to be voiceless, and she has made it her mission to empower women to find their voice and step into their confidence. Let's dive into my conversation. With Kelly. Kelly, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And what I love about you, and I know we're going to talk more about this, is you really embody this essence of your imperfections being your superpower. Like you are so raw and real on social media and even in person, like the time that we've gotten to spend together. I've always just been so inspired by your willingness to show you know, the transparency of life of what it means to be a woman in this social age, whether, you know, through your experiences in life and love, and just really embracing all that you are authentically. And so it's something that I just celebrate and want to acknowledge. And one of the things that I love about you the most. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Like, thank you. <laughs> like blushing over here. Um, no, thank you. It's, it, you know, it, I feel like it's, it's been a, I mean, we're all on a journey, but it's been a journey to like get there and feel like there's just like another level of stepping into that. I'm about
1: to step into that kind mm-hmm. of scares me. <laughs> mm. Well, then this is the perfect qu- time to ask the question, which is what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently?
0: <sighs> one boldly courageous thing I've done recently. Um, oh, wow. Um I want to say, I feel like there's so many things going on in my brain. Um, it's like hard to pinpoint something. One, one like super small thing is like with, and I know I preach this, but sometimes, you know, we don't take our own advice, you know, but with a guy, I had some thoughts just like playing on repeat in my head. And I was like, Kelly, they're never going to like get out unless you just speak it. And so I was able to bring something up that I was like fearful of saying, which again, like I preached this stuff, like be vulnerable is your key gateway to like a happy relationship. But there's sometimes you just like get in your own head and, and all that too. So that was like one instant. And it was like, as soon as it like came out, I was like, it was just like such a, it was just a conversation. Like there was no, nothing like I needed to fear about it. I was like, what in the hell is wrong with me? Um, so that was like something, um, but I did it a couple of times. Like I was like, these thoughts just keep coming up. So I know I need to like express them and get them out. Um, that would be one thing. Secondly, as far as like career wise goes, I feel like I have I've struggled with over the last two years of like after Love is Blind came out that like, who who am I supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And really just trying to tap into being myself mm-hmm. is a really boldly courageous thing to do. <laughs> um, because again, it could be like, just knowing that you're, I feel like the biggest thing that can sometimes hold me back is the people closest to you saying things or knowing that they're whispering behind your back or, whoa, she's being a little provocative or like she's dressing a little bit more risque or, oh, she's talking about something I don't even understand. Like, what is this for and stuff? Like, I don't know, just I've learned so many things and I've become so much that I feel like the insides of me are exploding and like, or like wanting to explode to come out. And I've like dropped pieces of me along the way. And now I think that's what I was saying. It's like at this like next level version of me is just like waiting to like be released.
1: (laughs) That is so powerful because I feel like what's coming up for me as I'm hearing you say that is this um, like at the core the way I receive it is this fear of, am I going to be safe? Like if I express myself, how will I be received from like, there's like both ends of the spectrum, right? Right. One side is like, you're a public figure and you've been cast as this public figure, whether it's, um, how you wanted to be cast or not. So you, you have this kind of, um, friction of like, okay, this is the way I was portrayed, but this is who I really am. And like, how do I navigate that, right? And then on the other side, it's like the dynamics with your family of here's how they see me on the outside, but here's how I see myself. And so how do you like kind of bridge the gap on both ends? And most people only have one end of the spectrum, but you have both ends of the spectrum being yeah. a public figure, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: so what I feel, what I'm hearing you say is it is it going to be safe to be me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Will I be rejected? Will I be accepted? How will this affect my relationships? How does this affect my business? So how do you navigate that? Because I know this isn't the first time you've done it. I'm sure when Love is Blind came out, you had to navigate it and your family probably saw things maybe that they hadn't seen before. So what's been the, cause I know that you're evolving, right? This is like every, yeah. every level has a new uh, devil, as they say. Okay. So <laughs> what's kind of been your, your process to embody your truth? Without, yeah. you know, worrying about people accepting you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would, you know, part part of that is like seeing people like yourself, you know, that are more expressive of who they are um, and that giving me permission in a sense too. Mm. Um, While well also, you know, there's the things like, I'll look at other celebrities and public figures and I'm like, okay, they, they dress so like you know, what could be like outlandish to someone. And I'm like, but I would die to wear that. Like, I want to wear something like that. Right. And like, but then it comes into the, um, the dialogue in my head is like, but like, who am I to wear something like that? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really being like, well, Kelly, you are like remembering and like reminding myself, I am the leading role in this life. Ooh, like we all are, Right. So it's like, okay, how would the leading actress, how does she want to dress? How does she want to show up? Like if she wants to wear like tutus and bandeau tops everywhere, let it fly, you know, like whatever I don't, but <laughs> if I did, <laughs> you know, it's just like, so I am constantly like bringing awareness to my limiting thoughts. Really. That's how it is. And like, obviously I do my whole like self-care ritual every day of like journaling and meditating and things like that. I'm hyper aware of like, Kelly. you're freaking playing small. Like you need to like when like no time is the good time. So like just step into it. And it's funny, like when I do like post like something more like, you know, um, sexy or whatever on social media, whether it's in my story or on my feed, you know, obviously like everyone sends like fire emojis or hard eyes or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm looking for. (laughs) You know, because I feel like too there's been so many um like everyone just like looks at me like oh she's just this like sweet like innocent girl and I'm like yeah but I got this like fire inside me like I am a sexy lion too like I want to embody a lot of that so it's just bringing radical awareness and having that me time allows me to do that when I'm like all right Kelly you know what you need to do
1: Mm just kick, kick my own booty basically. <laughs> yeah. And you bring up a really interesting point of like, um, like, I believe so much in this idea of us having archetypes or different identities, or you can call them like um, alter egos. Right. And so are, are there things that you do or practices to help you tap into those different sort of archetypes that you have so that you can feel like a lioness one day, or maybe like the girl next door, or the next, whatever, however you identify.
0: All right, yeah. Um, I mean, I would say I don't do it. I I know that this is probably something that is going to come more frequently now that I'm like giving myself the permission to like be me and bully me. Um, is like maybe just incorporating more dancing into my like everyday mm-hmm. uh, and just. I got see what our friend Lauren. She's always dancing. She's always always
1: doing moving it. her she's Rudy, always. I love
0: it. Yes, uh, but that like she. But I love it. I'm like yes, yeah, 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 show yeah. me more of this. You know, and I know that there's other women out there that if they saw me doing that as a public figure, not saying I'm like, I'm going to start dancing all up on my social media. Who knows? I might, but it may give others that permission too, or just like that sense of like freedom. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's kind of like what Lauren yeah taps into for me. I'm like, yes, like I want to do that too. And whether I'm like publicly advertising it or not, like at least I might go in my room and like shake my hips or turn on the song she just had on and like go do it myself. Um, but I would say dancing, um, putting my makeup on. I think that, like, really, like, putting on, like, a bold lip. I think ah. always, like, that always, it just shifts your mood. It, I mean, totally- on, it totally shifts your mood. I mean, I could be not necessarily in a bad mood or, like, in a mood at all, but just, like, kind of just, like, not as motivated. Like, maybe I slept in a little bit later, and so I'm just kind of, like, lounging around. And as soon as I, like, I actually put, like, an outfit on mm-hmm. and maybe – and makeup I just embody this like no. more confident self mm. and then I'm like okay cool, let's like get worked out and, like I don't necessarily like, I do work from my house I don't necessarily like, go even weekly to like a coffee shop or go anywhere else like I'm literally in my house all the time which I probably should not do because I know the importance of like manifestation and like getting yourself into like a higher vibrational space too so, but I feel like my house is pretty high vibe, but, like, going to, like, a a fun, like, hotel lobby and things like that, like, I will go do those things on occasion or taking myself on solo dates and just getting in that, like, vibe of things, but, you know, some days, I mean, like, I dressed up today. I don't necessarily have to be dressed up, but I have, like, a flowy skirt on and got a little bit of makeup on. I have a burnt, I actually burnt my, like, sunburnt my bottom lip, so I I'm just wearing
1: Vaseline for the next few days. Until gets, like, extra glossy, <laughs> extra moisturized. Extra glossy.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> in my hair, you know, took a shower. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, going for walks, obviously just gets me in a different spirit, but I would mm-hmm. say that like dressing up for mm-hmm. myself, like, I don't I'm not, not going to see anybody today. Maybe mm-hmm. not planning on it besides you and the other guy that I had a podcast with earlier. <laughs> but, <laughs> We don't have to go we don't have to dress up we don't have to dress up because we're going somewhere we yes you know
1: I struggle with that working from home too you know it's like I'm in I'm literally in my pjs right now in a top knot and but but for me it's like showering washing my face like shifting the energy like I'm big on transitions right and I can tell too like when I feel like okay I feel unmotivated or I feel uninspired what's gonna get me like what's going to get the fire going some and it's movement or, you know, showering or doing my hair, like you said, but yeah, I struggle with that. Like my commute is from my bedroom to my office. So what's the point in me putting on clothes that are dry clean only like, but (laughs) you know, like to wear it, to sit in my office, but no, there is definitely something to be said about the adornment process, right. Of like treating yourself like art and really like Mm -hmm. designing the palette that you want for that day. I love that. And, and really like being able to, you know, embody different archetypes. It's so fun. Like, I think that's one of the best things about being a woman is that there's all these different fiery, powerful archetypes that we can step into. And Mm -hmm. I really hope that people can anchor in what you said in the beginning. And also what you said about Lauren is that these women that show you what's possible, like lead by example. And, and it, it's something for me personally that reminds me like, Oh, I can also be the like example, right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be the expert, but you can be the example for somebody else and think about the women that you look up to. Like if they didn't do the scary stuff and embody their truth they would be robbing you of the opportunity to be inspired, right? I totally am on board with you. Mm -hmm. And um, so when you talk about, um, like you said earlier, something about um, kind of evolving or stepping into the next level, or, you know, these thoughts that are coming into your head. So what is the thing maybe that you are resisting right now that, you know, like, okay, I know I, I want to step into this, but I'm afraid like, what is that embodiment or what does that next level look like for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, part of it. Okay. So like with the show obviously came this whole like influencer identity. And I want to say, I didn't really like, like, I think when we think of like an influencer, quote unquote, we think certain things, right. So my definition may be different from yours, but how I defined it I guess I don't feel like I fully stepped into that role and I want to be like maybe doing more fashion kind of stuff. But, and I, you know, I, I just basically like after the show, I, I stayed in my comfort zone and it wasn't even brought to my attention that I was in my comfort zone because it didn't feel like I was in my comfort zone. But like, I just stayed really consistent with like my coaching, which I love, you know, it is great, but it's what I've known. So it's like my role as a public figure, like I didn't allow myself to embody this public figure title, this new label that the world saw me as. I was just like, yep, no, I'm a coach and I can help you with this. Mm. And so versus like, you know, taking more of these, like helping people instead of, I almost want to say like, instead of being like the expert, like cut I don't even know, helping myself to like grow a community of people. Cause sometimes, like on my social media, I feel like I'm pulling teeth from my audience. And I'm like, why? Like, where did I miss the boat here? Like, I feel like a little disconnected. Sometimes not. Sometimes I'll get like an influx of messages. And sometimes I just like, I post something and I feel like it's great and like I get nothing. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I think it's like everybody. But more so to answer your question, I just feel like I've been resisting I mean even okay so like shopping or brands you know maybe like gift me like some free clothing or something right Mm -hmm. I feel like with some of the outfit selections like I'll choose something as my current self or my Mm -hmm. or like my past self would choose right Whereas like, I just got these two opportunities today and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna like select the like leather skirt and not because I've never worn a leather skirt, I probably have, but like, I don't know, like, or like animal print, like just like more bold statement pieces versus, well, you know, this I'll probably get more use out of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like like, trying to use.
0: I wanna like shine every day. (laughs)
1: So do you feel like when you see certain things, you get a zing, like you get that feeling of like, Ooh, but then your brain's like, but that's not practical or that won't sell as well. Or my audience will like this better. But like, what I really want to do is this. And then you're like having that like internal struggle. sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, well, this is more practical. This is, or like my insight is like that. Well, that's not safe going back to that. Like, I'm not consciously thinking that, but I think in my head, I'm like, okay. I mean, I did like a photo shoot a year and a half ago and with like, uh, covered like, like one piece, like bodysuit lingerie type of piece on. And I loved, love, I mean, some of those pictures are on my website. Like I love those images and I like posted it. And, you know, like my parents reaching out to be like, Oh, we just don't like, you know, more of a step. my dad, he was like, I just don't want like, I'm trying to keep you safe. You know, I want you to feel safe. And there's so many creeps out there and blah, blah. And I was like, dad, I'm not even in like a two piece. Like I'm in, like, I'm, I'm showing less skin than as if I was in a bikini, you know, right now he's like, I know, but it just gives the wrong, it a different idea for people. And I was like, dad, people are creeps. If I was wearing a sweater, like it doesn't <laughs> matter, you know, I'm like, so I'm sure that a part of that did bother. I mean, it did. it obviously did bother me in some ways. I haven't like I'm still gonna show myself or whatever. I mean, I I am. And I'm just gonna have to be like mom, dad, you're two adults. Like that's it. Like just you get with it or you don't, kind of thing. (laughs) I can't I can't allow anyone, and like I said, even friends, to limit my perception of myself and like Mm. what I want to become. So it's it does take a lot of um just just do it. It's kind of yeah. like one of those things where you want to like send the text to the guy but you're like holding back and you're like, just close your eyes. And you just like hit the send button. <laughs> I literally did that yesterday. That's what I'm going like- to start doing. That's what I'm going to just start like stepping more and more into this, like, I don't know other self and like just talking about like everything that I love talking about. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like, like I said, I feel like there's just so much inside of me that is like waiting to erupt to come out.
1: Yeah. And do you feel like is there like a part of you that's like, well, I need a process or I need a plan or this has to be organized or it has to make sense or there has to be a marketing plan that goes along with it? Like, do you feel like that's like the constant chatter that goes on? It goes on in my brain. That's what I'm just asking. Right. My yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yes and no, I feel, I mean, I recognize I'm a very, I can be a very impulsive person. Like I'll get an idea and I'll just like want to post it and be like, okay, like, you know, thinking about last, I want to say like last fall, I launched like a, a membership, you know, for my, for, for coaching. Right. And I had lost this membership, but it was very vague. Not many people even signed up to like be a part of it. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, if you think with my following, people would want to be a part of this, but you know, it all goes back to like your niche and speaking to your ideal client and all that. But with that being said, it's like, I was just so impulsive. I just like threw it up there. And I thought about it even today. I was like, maybe I should do a membership again, but like, think about it make sure it is planned out a little bit more. Um, cause uh, sometimes my impulse things, they bite me in the butt. Sometimes they are like super successful.
1: So it's like hit or miss. So well, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. How do you balance that? So I'm curious. Cause, um, part of like, when I, when I think about impulsiveness, like part of it, sometimes I feel like for me personally is like, I get a gut hit of something that's like a zing or it feels exciting or it feels fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And then my brain will come in and talk me out of all the reasons why I shouldn't do it. And then I never do it. Right. And then, so like something that I'm working through is that when I feel a zing to trust it and to follow it, if it makes sense or not. So like, how do you, do you label like impulsiveness as a strength or do you feel like it's a weakness? And how do you balance that between like, this is what my soul desires or I'm being reckless. Like, is there a fine line between those two things?
0: Yeah, I would say it probably is more of a strength for me to, for the, yeah, to be impulsive Um, where I recognize myself. It's that inner dialogue of like, you know, like I said, like there weren't many people that signed up for that, that that membership back, you know a handful of months ago and my subconscious started to you know bring conscious thoughts to my attention of like what did you do wrong like mm-hmm. oh you didn't you should have like thought about that a little bit longer you should have done this should have done that you could have done it this way blah 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 and so I started to do that and then I try to really have that like <laughs> one-on-one conversation with myself of okay but Kelly you're the boss of your life you can change it anytime so that's where i have like okay like even if i do put it up there and it flops or even if i do put something out there and it i didn't necessarily think long term about how i can change it and like yeah okay, you know i mean i had a i actually worked with a coach who she had like two uh like two group coaching calls a week and that's you know obviously like what i signed up for and everything and i want to say like Four months into the six months, she wound up removing one of the group calls like from the week. And I was like, "Hmm." like a moment of me kind of was like, that's interesting. Like, aren't I like paying for that? Like, in a sense. But then I was like, I don't care. Like, uh, great. Like, maybe she'll give us like an extra hour on the one day, or she gives so much power. Like, I like it was like, but I don't care.
1: It was interesting. So So again, it's like that permission of like, actually I can change my mind and I'm the creator of this so I can make it as fluid as I want. Right. Exactly. So
0: it was interesting. Like, I don't know if I necessarily like would do that necessarily for myself, but also I'm like, okay, well then how can I add value in a different way? You know, maybe to like make that, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, Like I said, I I feel you too. It's like I get these zings of things and I'll like, I probably have like a gajillion notes in the notes section of my phone or ideas in the notes section of my phone where I could have like done something with all this stuff. And now it's just there. And I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just do it. Just do it. I feel like it's interesting because there are sometimes like I'll post something to my story, you know, whether it's just like a picture of me or a video or even like a brand thing. And there are days when I sit there and I like look to see who's looking at my picture, you know? And I'm like, so obsessed with that. Or I'm, you know, looking to see who's like viewing my story. But then other days I like post and I walk away. Like I have no care. And I'm like, I just want that to be every day. Like, I don't want, I want to just post it and like go, like I have too much other things going on that I need to even pay attention to that,
1: Mm. you know? this brings up such an interesting point cuz cuz you kind of brought this up earlier too and i'm curious like how you navigate your relationship to social media right because coming off love is blind obviously the landscape of social media at that time was shifting but also for you probably started to shift because you became more of a public figure and people were following you so as you've kind of moved away maybe not moved away but like as love is Bl- blind has become w- more in the background and you are shifting and evolving as a a leader, a thought leader an influencer, you know, um, how has your, how have you had to kind of navigate your relationship with, with social media? Like, what does that look like for you?
0: It ebbs and flows, (laughs) it does, yeah. Um, I mean, I had imposter syndrome, or I still have it some days. I think, you know, we all kind of do, but I definitely fell into the trap of like, comparing myself to other public figures other castmates of mine, like seeing, like I said, I I kind of went the like direction of like coaching when, after the show aired. And so I wasn't your typical, like, oh, you're a reality show person. Now you're automatically an influencer. And like I said, we probably all have our, like, we're all influencers. Let's, let's, yes, we all influence people in a certain way, but you know, you're like fashion influencer or whatever. That's what I'm speaking more to. Um, and Anyways, I, because of that, like when we are coaching, we are speaking to a more niche audience. So my engagement significantly dropped and it hasn't really significantly gone back up either. Like it's gotten low and I'm like, okay. And it bothered me for the first year and a half after the show. Cause I would like post something. I'm like, okay, I was like one of the, like people that made it to the end of the show. Like, why am I like, don't have engagement? Like, what is this? So it was. It was a struggle. Um, literally like you probably couldn't see it, the but like internally inside of me, it was a lot of like mental chaos going on. Um, at the beginning of this year, I felt called to read a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. And I'm reading the first like couple of chapters and I was like, this is what's happening. I was like, this what's going on in my head this is what i've been battling and it's basically i mean part of the book or majority of the book is talking about your ego and how your ego works and i was like it's my freaking ego like (laughs) my ego has been trying to almost like you know what we talk about in the coaching where it's like that shiny object syndrome it's like i was like oh i should be doing this i should be doing this oh jamina's doing this amber's doing this um freaking Kim Kardashian's doing this. I should do this too. And it's like, I was trying to be all these other people. Yeah, yeah. I may not have come across that way, but like in my internal dialogue, Oh, they did it this way. I should do it that way. I should, because then my engagement will go up or I'll be whatever, you know? And it's like, it was very exhausting. Like I was constantly like chasing fame, (laughs) although I had become famous. It was really weird. Um, So yeah, I felt like my like ego and my like spiritual self were just at war with each other after the show came out and I was constantly just exhausted. Like I was like, if I could just not be on social media for like a while, I think that would be like the best thing for me. I never really took that detox, um, maybe for like a week and a half I did, but I just didn't, yeah, it was a lot. So my relationship now though, like ever since reading that book, it has just it's improved. It's not completely gone. I do know that now I take it like there's a certain influencer online. Like I love how she does things. So I take it more of like a learning thing of like, Oh, she created this. I love the way her aesthetic was in this post. So then maybe I like recreate or repurpose that type of thing, but it's more, I use it as a learning thing versus like, Oh, she's doing better than me.
1: Mm, Yeah. So it's more like, what I'm hearing you say is less of comparison and more of inspiration. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, they're like permission. Like I've had a few women that have come into my like not not my personal life, but like um, into my awareness, right. Coaches and things like that. Um, And just seeing the way that these women lead and how they run their businesses. I'm like, Oh, this feel like, I feel, I feel good in my body receiving it and like not knowing I'm using air quotes, like that you could do things that way because, you know, there's this Mm -hmm. paradigm in the digital marketing space that's very masculine. It's very numbers driven. Mm -hmm. It's very analytical. It's sales funnels and clicks and likes and, you know, your engagement on social media. And then you have this other paradigm that's has nothing to do with that. Like Mm -hmm. women that maybe post twice a week and they're, you know, they have, 5,000 followers, and they're making multi million dollars in their business versus like those that have tons of engagement, but no, no conversion, right. And so like your mind kind of goes to what's the right way and your nervous system starts to like short circuit. I I had this experience a while back where I had an Instagram reel, my very first reel go viral. And I went from a following of about 6200, which I felt like I knew everybody, right? Like, wow. you, you know, your conversations and the people that are like DMing you and like, you feel like you have that connection to 39,000 in like a couple of weeks. And, and, and it felt like I didn't know who was here or what I should post or how I should be. And like your mind instantly goes to, well, I have all this influence now and I have to show up a different way. Cause more people see me. And like, if I make a mistake, it's on a bigger level. And so I can't even imagine for you what that had to feel like because this is just social media. We're talking about, you know, being on a a major television show and like all eyes on you. So I can imagine how difficult that had to be from just an identity perspective, going back to what we were saying before of like the truth of who you are is like, this is who I really want to be, but I feel like I have to be this person in order to have fame or have success or make money or be liked or be accepted. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yes. I'm curious, and I'm sure you've heard this question before, but maybe you can, um, you know, give yourself full permission to play in this realm. So let's just imagine that um, your, like, both ends of this spectrum—the you know, influencer, social media, pop culture world—and like your interpersonal, like your family, your close friends—if both ends of that spectrum were to fully accept you, no matter what you did. Like they were like so on board and so behind you, no matter how crazy or how outlandish it was. And you knew that you would be safe. You would be loved. You would be successful. You couldn't fail. And it would be like fireworks every time you got online. What is the thing that you would be doing? What would you be talking about? How would you be showing up? Like what version of you would you be expressing out into the world?
0: Yeah. And like all the things, um, yeah, I mean, essentially, like, I want to potentially have, like, a talk show one day. Like, that is, like, something and, – and, again, like, I have a podcast, so – and I'm relaunching. I'm actually relaunching my podcast at the end of this month, and I'm just, like, okay, that's, like, a massive, like, inspired action towards having your talk show. And maybe that talk show is not going to be me in a studio one day. Maybe it is just going to be a podcast. Like, maybe that is my talk show for the rest of my life, but it takes turns, and I have podcast tours, and, like, I mean, really – I want to do those things. I want to, I want to throw parties for people. Like I want people to celebrate themselves and celebrate life. And, um, additionally, like it's interesting. I've lived in Georgia, in Atlanta, my entire life. And like, I feel like people know me and they knew me pre like
1: 2018,
0: meaning I was like, I was always the girl like helping to promote like club events and parties and things like that. While also being in the like health and wellness space. Like I would go to like all these wellness events and that kind of thing. And in 2017, 18 is when I decided to like 380 my life. And that's when I started my whole personal development journey. And I was like, okay, I'm not partying. I'm not clubbing anymore. Like that life is over with. I mean, granted, I will go now. Like there, I have a newfound mindset around this stuff. But back then it was just like this like constant cycle of behaviors that were not getting me any closer to who I wanted to become in life. Right. And what I wanted to have. And now I feel like, yeah, like I'm a local Atlanta celebrity. I'm this and this this, and this, but I'm like, I feel like I'm not sometimes like, so I want to like be more seen in my local community. Like I want to be able to go to different events and things like that while also like hosting like local empowering like events and workshops and things like that. And like me in like a power suit and just like, or like whatever, like when I think of a power suit, I think of like Caitlin Bristow's power suits, like her little like triangle tops and her little cute, suits, you know, not like hoity-toity business attire. Um, but you know, it's like, I just want to like embody this like fun, feminine energy and give people in my local Atlanta community a chance to like connect and feel that embodiment too. Mm -hmm. And I just, so that's like something I really want to work on. I'm looking to maybe look into a PR manager, like a local PR manager. I've worked with PR, but it's, I want things happening here. again for me. So I don't know, but yeah, there's just like a lot. Like, I feel like there's so much stuff that I like to talk about. And whenever I have conversations, people are like, that's so cool. Like so empowering. Wow. I never thought of things this way. And I'm like, I want to talk to like a lot of people like this and I want to empower the world. (laughs) So yeah, I just feel like there's a laundry list of things that I want to like step into. And I know I would be like wildly successful with it.
1: I love that. I got chills when you said the talk show. I could totally, like, that was just, I got like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I love that idea.
0: I'm like, I have so many dreams and like aspirations, like just things that I want to do. And again, it's going back to like, there was a woman who came to some event last summer that I was at. She got to the event late. So this kind of even made it like better on her part, but she got to the event late, walked in. This woman was dressed to the nines. Like, everybody's head turned her energy just consumed the room like who is that girl what does she do how did she do it I want to do it too and like then I learned and she's some millionaire real estate broker here in Atlanta and she just but she she was just literally like casted for some like real estate almost like a selling sunset but like here in Atlanta I guess Mm -hmm. I'm like she is just on fire she does Instagram lives all the time talking about all the investment properties and like so she's like a business, consul- like strategist in a sense for realtors while also taking charge. I mean, but her energy was just so, but her conversation, she was just so beautiful and so graceful and down to earth and all the things. And I was like, that, I just love her like masculine and feminine, like balance that she plays.
1: She was embodied. Like it's undeniable oh. when you see a woman that's like truly in her body, like literally in her body. Ah. I was having this conversation on a podcast. I, I can't remember who it was, but we were talking about like the duality of confidence. Right. And you can see kind of the difference of there's confidence that is almost as like it's armor mm-hmm. and it's um, it's, 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 it's perceived by others as confidence, but really what it is, is armor to say, I'm actually really insecure. So I'm going to overcompensate by being some way or acting in some way that I'm really not like being Mm. overly, um, like, like inflating my self-worth or, showing up and portraying this version of me that I don't truly believe that I am. So at the core, I feel like an imposter, but I'm posturing as this, thing. Right. And so I'm, it's the look at me, look at me, look at me. It's all. And, and I mean, I've experienced this myself and I'm sure you have too, and you see it in pop culture. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying before about like posting things for the sake of this is going to get a lot of likes. I know this is going to be a thirst trap. Like my engagement's going to go up (laughs) versus right. The other side of confidence is the, it's not postured at all. It's embodied, right? It's like, I'm not trying to come off as, confident. I'm just being myself. And within that is confidence because I know my worth. I'm not here to prove anything. I don't need your uh, approval because I have my own and I dress for my